In the spirit of reconciliation, Tabletop Unknown acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Tabletop Unknown Hello and welcome back to Tabletop Unknown, the show where we playtest lesser-known tabletop RPGs. My name is Will and with me, as always, the Jedi Master himself... Uh, Johnny, but also Jesse's here. So. <laughs> All right. Also Jesse's here. Hello, everyone. Yes, it's Jesse. We're back again. We're back, back. At it again. back at it again. Guess who's back? Back again. again. Back uh, tabletop Unknown oh. is back. <laughs> Great. Good. Um, we're here for uh, one most likely last season of the Star Wars because it's the last module. Yeah. Uh, we're here doing Force and Destiny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Fantasy Flight Star Wars game system. Very exciting reason we're doing this is to celebrate our second full year of recording. Woo! We did it. We're here. Uh, we did it, baby. Uh, 2020, 2021. Boom. Dab, dab. Boop, boop, 360 no <laughs> Uh But in uh, all seriousness, it's been a big couple of years and I'm very tired. Yeah, we've all aged. Well, I mean, I've aged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the big three O. Yeah, ow. <laughs> That's my feelings. <laughs> Let's move straight on from Please. that. We are welcoming back our very exciting cast from the last two seasons, uh, Johnny Campbell and Jet. And Campbell has a very exciting job today. He made the very silly mistake of volunteering to DM for us. Point and laugh. <laughs> How are you, Campbell? I'm well, yourself? I'm super duper, man. I'm super duper. You're excited to be in the big chair. Uh, look, I'm kind of used to it, um, but I did have my little nervous breakdown on the way here, just going, <laughs> but this is going to be the most public I've ever DM'd, so don't be shit. Hey, yeah. look. DBS. You know what? It'll be good, man. It'll be all good. With it's this band of fine. wacky campers, how could it be anything else? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not like you guys have a history of chaos and no. destruction. No, and no, 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 no. You must be thinking about. of some other group. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you, Campbell? What's news? What's been going on? Uh, bunch of stuff, really. Uh, got married. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations. Went on the honeymoon. That was also fun. Mm, um, Japan is lovely in the winter. Um, I have been... Um, I believe it's pronounced Japan. I believe it's, it's not, pronounced. It's not, it's not I believe it's, it's pronounced not. Nippon. Yeah. Nihon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't test me, man. Um, so the yeah, that's that. that those were fun, um, but also in like tabletop news, I've been getting back into running games on a more regular basis. Um, I've been running a. Uh, Jesse's gonna cringe at this, a Pathfinder game. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. Which, which has been <laughs> interesting. Spaghetti but, uh, How Do you but, like all the numbers? But I love Pathfinder. You'll, yeah. you'll appreciate that I've taken what was Pathfinder content originally and converted it to 5th edition. Oh, fun. So, so much easier. So so much smaller, easier. Such numbers. smaller numbers. Yes. Um, all of these words exist in the English language and I know that some of them have meaning. <laughs> I've also been running a Star Wars tabletop Yep. Um, which you guys are going to get a little bit of a taste of the kind of thing that 
has been going on because I am nothing if not self-referential. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally the same, Campbell. Don't worry. We love yeah. to hear it. They're, hear they're it. very excited for this for this uh, season. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good. Dave, welcome, Campbell's. Play, Imagine. Uh, play yeah. Group. Well, welcome. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Have you ever seen another game derail another game? Because you're about to. <laughs> <laughs> the inception of derailing. Yeah. 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 Now, Campbell, are you also you're also becoming a professional DM? Is that right? Oh yes. Shit, I forgot about that. I was going to say that. Um, Yes, so uh, I am uh, DMing for anyone who wishes to uh, get in contact with me on that one. Um, There's an email, uh, dm underscore Campbell, C-A-A-N-D-R-A-B-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-F-O-
Yes. Hi. Hello. How are you going? I am. Well, I mean, I crashed my car last Sunday. But other than that, I am fantastic. <laughs> oh, shit. He doesn't do it by halves, people. Yes. Yes. He does no. not. But, but Johnny, you've got like five levels in piloting. So how did that happen? <laughs> well, see, piloting I'm actually space. not Gideon Fink. I just pretend <laughs> oh, to be. Much yeah. to the dismay, dismay of our listeners. Yes. Well, I am not stupidly <laughs> handsome like Gideon. Uh, so. oh, 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 We're in oh, the room with you. We built can say, all right. Built don't better than Gideon. Maybe not stupid. Photos of Johnny and Gideon. <laughs> side by side later. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm doing really well. Um, love and work. I haven't been doing anything nearly as exciting as Campbell. I certainly don't have a professional uh, DMing experience, but, you know, I've just taken life uh, as it comes, which has been good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Very Fine. excited. Very excited to have you back. Oh, it's very exciting to be back. I've mm. been hanging out for this for a very long time. Yeah. So it's nice to be in the chair with the microphone again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. And lastly, Jet. Yes. How have you been, my friend? Oh, pretty good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Did you crash your car? I did not. Okay. Well, it's great. Good start. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We we have a pilot. Yeah, it it helps. Well, not helps, but when you don't drive, you can't crash. Uh, Very true. Mm, Yes. There is that part. Big brain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Take that insurance companies. Uh, I've found a workaround. (laughs) Uh, No, I've got a new job. Um, Yeah, things... Things have been going well. Yeah, cool. I haven't, haven't been playing as much as I would have liked, mm. but uh, got a couple of things hopefully in the pipeline and yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, what a better way to step your foot back into it than playing with us bunch of chaotic fucks. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> very, very good to hear. Very lovely to hear. Um, well, what are we here to play, Jesse? Force and Destiny. Force and Destiny, yeah. the final module from Fantasy Flight Games, released final in Frontier. whatever year it was released. Across the street. 2017, maybe 2017, 2016, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, um, early? Yeah, 2017, 20, no. Because the beta of this was Yeah, the so beta was system, released earlier. So, yeah, the, the, the interesting part about this system is that of the source book, this source book, was done as a beta and released, printed as a beta first so people could play it. And then it was taken and then re-released. I think 2019 or 2018. Just, I thought it was a going little bit earlier of, than that. Um, yeah, it, it was slightly before I moved into the new house. Yeah. So yeah, that's around right. that time. Around that time. Yeah. Um, because the original Force system had a lot of problems. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. we, yeah. I think we mentioned it a few times. I think times we talked about it a little previously. bit. Yeah. So we won't, yeah. we won't get back into it because we're here for all the new things. So there's a few things that this system brings into, which I'm going to let Campbell discuss because he's actually, he's DMing, so he's actually mm. properly looked at it. Um, but from my understanding, we have Force powers and we have Destiny dice are the two big ones. Mm-hmm. So Campbell, start with the Destiny dice. They're probably the most, I think, interesting and relevant because they happen no matter what. Yeah. So the Destiny dice um, is uh, it, it's something that's existed in all of the iterations of the game. It's the white dice with light side and dark side points on it. Normally, at the start of game, you roll that, 
Uh, and, you know, the light side points are your light side destiny, the dark side points are your dark side destiny. And the GM and the uh, players trade those back and forth as they introduce narrative elements, either complications or advantages. Force and destiny, uh, after a lot of going through things, tweaking things and um, making it work, um, have tied that dice to their force system and to the character creation uh, system and the classes specifically uh, that they make. So they've introduced certain talents, for example, that allow you to use the force and destiny dice um, to get additional bonuses or to add success or advantage to a role for a pre-existing skill. Um, and they've also used that in feeding their um, force powers. So you can learn force powers uh, in the same way that you would any talent in a specialization tree. So yep. you literally spend the XP for the initial, this is my base level power. And then it's very much like a video game. You spend XP to level up that power and get better and better and better at it and make it do more things for you. Um, and the, the powers sort of work in two general, general capacity ways. Um, they will either modify a pre-existing role, so taking the enhance, um, uh, the enhance or the battle meditation or those sort of force powers, and they have a whole set that they've released, including some that are uh, unique to specific Jedi as well. Um, mm. So they have a force site that is specific to a particular Jedi, uh, and they have... Uh, and enhance, I think, that is specific to a particular Jedi. And they do slightly different things to work around the unique traits of that Jedi. Um, but the the enhancing ones that modify pre-existing skills work exactly the same as the talent does. So you roll the Force and Destiny dice, you will generate either light side points or dark side points. You can use both. Um, but generally you want to stay away from the dark side points because they create what's called conflict. Now conflict is how you fall to the dark side. If you mm. have a set, uh, if you generate more conflict than you're capable of rolling on a D10, a 10-sided dice, um, then you are pretty much guaranteed to start your journey down towards the dark side um, unless you are really, really cautious about it and you're paying a lot of attention. Um, but otherwise, at the end of a session where you have generated conflict, like the, the GM will roll their d10 if they roll below your conflict number or equal to your conflict number then you gain dark side points and your morality drops and like ah. with many things morality is a big thing when it comes to star wars and the light side and the dark side so morality mm. is the tracker for where on that spectrum you fall um and you know most jedi use light side and their light side aligns so they have a morality score of um, I think it's I think 70 and up is light side aligned um, between 70 and 30 is neutral and 30 and below is dark side. Um, interesting point. If your morality drops below 30, you actually can use dark side destiny points. You can't use the light side ones oh, anymore. Okay. So it, it, it even has this little mechanical tweak to it. Um, but the trade-off to that is uh, you can't you can't do... Uh, the opposite of the party. So if one person falls to the dark side, then it then that person is locking themselves out of the destiny point until the others follow. So it right. also gives some, right. somewhat of a narrative uh, incentive to keep, all keep the party together. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, So that's the enhancement ones. You spend those light side or dark side points to 
generate order success or advantage um, for whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, the other side is the more activatable ones that are specific to a particular thing. So I'm talking things like uh, for Jedi mind trick or um, telekinesis or lightning or healing, which is canon now again, which is wonderful. Um, that, that sort of thing. Or horrible, depending on who you, who you talk to. <laughs> yeah, it depends on if you're talking to an incel or... You know. <laughs> anyway. um, so what you do then is the force power will give you an explanation of what it does. So I happen to have, for instance, misdirect directly in front of me. So I'm going to use that as an, as an example. Yes, please. Um, so misdirect is the Jedi mind trick ability. The force user creates illusions to fool those around him. The user may spend... Uh, force points, so that's the light side or the dark side, uh, and the symbol on the system is a circle that's one half black, one half white, mm. uh, to make a target at up to short range unable to perceive a chosen person or object of silhouette one or smaller until the beginning of the user's next turn, the target cannot see or sense the hidden thing. Um, so you can spend force dice to make that happen and one, uh, sorry, uh, spend force points generated when you roll the force dice, which you would do to use the power, uh, and using those points, you can, in that case, basically make something invisible. Uh, and as you progress down the tree, you can expand that out to um, spending uh, more force points to do particular things. So, for instance, you may be able to increase the range that you can do that, or you might be able to increase the silhouette of what or the size of the object that you can make disappear. Uh, there's a modification which allows you to change the appearance of something instead of... Um, making it disappear. So you've got a whole bunch of different options that fall in those trees, but the general categories are, yeah, it either improves something you already can do um, or can't do. It improves a role that you otherwise would normally make mm. or it is an activatable ability kind of like magic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <coughs> Great. Is there anything else yeah. to cover for the for the new editions? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much everything. That's, right. Yeah, that's pretty much Great. what they've done. It's worth noting that Campbell has given our characters 100 XP and either a force power or a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now we're just going to go around, reintroduce our characters um, and say what you chose of those two things and roughly where you're sitting Sure. As a character. So, Will, why don't you start us off with Snass? Yeah, cool. So, Snass Carr is a Rodian assassin way back from season one. Did not uh, did not appear in the second uh, part of our game because I was DMing. Um, but uh, Snass has decided to take the move uh, force power. So nice. Manipulating items. The whole Luke drawing the lightsaber out of the ice bit. Um, yeah. Great. That's Snass. Um, yeah, so I am Gideon Fink, uh, Captain, Captain Gideon <laughs> Fink. Um, not Admiral at uh, this point? Yeah, well, no, not anymore, technically. Um, so he's been in it since season one, was in season two. Couldn't tell the difference between Jesse's and uh, Will's character, and that will be an ongoing thing. <laughs> um, the force power that I have chosen to go with is Misdirect, which was the one that Campbell just explained. Um, I just like the sound of that and the appeal. Um, and yeah, he is a pilot. Probably should say yeah. that. Yeah, his career is <laughs> smuggler. Um, for those that you were listening to season one and two, you human. know that he is, yeah, a damn good human. We think. 
<laughs> we assume. Last we checked. We, yeah. haven't, we haven't scanned him for alien life forms well, yet. I mean, he's had misdirect this whole time, so. <sighs> hey. <laughs> Turns out he's a droid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I play Kira, Trandoshan Marauder, um, Hide Gun. Uh, I took the Enhance. Uh, oh. Force ability, yes, because things have been happening in Kira's life that require her to be a bit beefier. Oh, that's concerning, considering hmm. Kira's the beefiest. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my name's Jesse. I'm playing Sneaky Car, mm. um, Car's cousin, twin sister, twin I sister. Yeah. I think is what we just what we landed on. Yep. Um. I, not in season one, but in season two, based on a joke Will made in season one. <laughs> yeah. um, and now they're sisters. Um, a Rodian assassin also. Um, the only person not to choose a force power actually chose a lightsaber that they found on what they thought was a dead homeless man, uh, which was actually a sleeping Jedi. Mm. Um, they just picked it up and left. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a very good Jedi. Just, I mean, there's no guarantee they were still alive. Yeah, they may not have been sleeping. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, S- Sneaky thinks they were dead. Like, as far as Sneaky's concerned, I got it off a dead hobo. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, so that's what we're at. Vagrants and their light sticks. I thought it was a bug zapper. Um, <laughs> now, I do have a question, and I don't know if this is going to be uh, part of the narrative, so feel free to tell me that. But we've had quite a time jump here from the last mm-hmm. two. So the first season was like, what, five years before the Battle of Yavin, something like that? Yeah. Uh, it was between It was between episode three and four. Yeah, and then mm. the second part was still between episode three and four, but closer to episode four than the last one. Yeah, it was like Andor time, right? Yeah. That was what... Cause yeah, 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 like that, that sort that of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this one is now after the original trilogy, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, cool. so... so it's been which, about, to be fair, the original trilogy only takes about like two years. Yeah, so not a huge amount of time, but uh, the question I had that I was interested in knowing was what were your characters doing during the original well, trilogy? if is I that may. part of the narrative? <laughs> okay. Um, take us so, away, Campbell. Let's... Um, in the early days of the New Republic, it has been five years since the crew of the Jet Snare retired from the demands of working for a living. Five years of peace and relative prosperity since they stole cloaking technology from the Empire and were paid a lifetime's fortune for their service. Ten years since they discovered that Viz Coden, former survivor of Order 66 and smuggling captain to their group, had betrayed and lied to them. A decision which, ultimately, cost her her life. Or at least so they had thought. Each member of the crew has since gone on to enjoy their retirements until their relative peace was shattered by a surprising message from Shasta, the bothan of the group. It simply read, Viz sent me a message. Meet me at the governor's residence on the wheel along the Polemian trade route. We pick up the crew having made their way independently to the wheel. Now, how they choose to do that, I am going to ask each of the individual players because I'm sure they've got some creative ways with the half million credits that they have uh, had at their disposal. (laughs) So we'll start with Gideon. Tell us a little bit, Gideon, about what's happened and how he's getting there. 
Okay, so since um, being paid his stupid amount of money, Gideon retired uh, to a penthouse along the waterfall cliffs of Naboo. Ah, living beautiful. His, Where we started. Yeah, living his Dan Bilzerian best life. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, he's also put in a stupid amount of money into the jet snare. He's upgraded it. Uh, it can do a lot of wacky and ridiculous things, which uh, I'm looking forward f- for you all to uh, <laughs> experience. Um, but, yeah, he's just been having Mai Tais by Waterfalls pretty much the entire time. Obviously, uh, because of his connection to Viz Coden in the first season, he had an obligation to her, an oath, that he would always serve her. And then, obviously, due to the betrayal, I think from a character point of view, he was most affected. Uh, he was very um, uh, at war with himself, and that is certainly uh, not something that he has dealt with properly. So <laughs> this message is sort of conflicted him he's sort of coming with a lot of hate and a lot of anger and um yeah he kind of just wants to kill her again but then at the same time he's sort of conflicted because of the love he had for her as a like parent figure or an older sibling figure Hmm. Cool. cool jesse why don't you tell us what um now you've got sneaky car sneaky i'm sneaky car I'm saying that for my benefit. I am Sneaky Car. <laughs> Will is Snaz Car. I am Sneaky Car. Um, Sneaky took half of her portion of the money and became a Hap Hep star, um, is commonly known. Um, hit song Gucci Mama went triple platinum. Because um, she's the Gucci Mama. She's the Gucci Mama. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, little reference to season two there. Um, nice. Not content, however, with just the large sum of credits and um, knowing that it always eventually disappears, she also went into war profiteering. (laughs) 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 And she (laughs) supplied arms or weapons to both sides (laughs) during the last (laughs) remaining years of the war, um, cementing her financial stability um, for indefinitely and then (laughs) using it to propagate her music career. Um, Yeah, she has no morals. Um, Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's arriving to the wheel in the equivalent of a stretch limousine. Nice. Um, fanfare? No fanfare. No fanfare. Uh, I think Snass has made some enemies mm. um, on both sides. You're sneaky. Oh, no. <laughs> Sneaky's made some enemies and, on both sides. And so it begins. And so it begins. Uh, Sneaky's made some enemies on both sides, but their high profile life sort of is ironically what's keeping them safe. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, we might turn to Jet. Uh, tell us a little bit about what Kira's been up to and how she is getting from wherever she's been to the wheel. Right. Well, after everything went down, Kira returned home and retired and found a mate and now has a family. Hey. I did not expect that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why. Well, Kira wasn't young for a Trandoshan when all this began, really. She was 30, which for a Trandoshan, that's middle age. So wow. by the time it was all said and done, it was like, no, that's a perfect time to retire with my stupid amount of credits. And she purchased a large swathe of land on, um, on Dosk, I think it is. Um, and set out 
finding a mate in the most brutal way possible by basically kidnapping a bunch of gladiators and hunting them until there was only one left. <laughs> hmm. It's classic Trandoshan vibe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Survival of the strongest. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so I feel like, yeah, she basically rocks up in a minivan. Hmm. With the kids or are they <laughs> no, staying at home with hubby? They're staying at home with dad. Hmm. Um, it's like a lot of kids though, right? Like it's like too many <laughs> children. Like, like 20, 20 kids. Yeah, considering <laughs> Trandoshans and yeah, clutches. Trandoshans, they have like broods of three to four each time, so... Yep. She she is now the matron of a new clan of Fandoshans. <laughs> She's basically Steve Martin in Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. it's a giant murderous lizard lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah her, her, much like yeah, Steve, Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah. yeah. I, I like um, to think that her, her starship has like a, a bumper sticker that says Gucci Mama. <laughs> yeah. It's got a fan. But it's also got a bunch of, it's got those white Trandoshan like yeah, little yeah. stickers of like, there's the big Trandoshan, which is Kira, and then it's got, like, the husband Trandoshan sticker, and then it's got, like, 20 eggs and then, like, 14 <laughs> children. And considering the lifestyle, like, some of them are, are like, crossed, crossed out. Crossed out already. <laughs> got, like, a, red... a couple of them are just missing a, a limb here yep. or there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go back. Yeah, it's fine. That's actually how she keeps track is the stickers on the yeah. side of the minivan. How many have I got? Cool. Mm. All right. Will, what yeah. about Snaskar? What has she been up to and how is Snaskar. she getting there? Um, because one thing I think we don't really explore in the Star Wars universe is corporate life, <laughs> corporations <laughs> and corporate power. Um, Snask- she turned square? She did, but got it very, in a very dark way. So seeing a, an escalating conflict, she also decided to go into war profiteering. <laughs> <laughs> well, fa- family, family brain. Family, um, yeah. Taking over the Hirsch Kessel Drive Company, uh, responsible for some of the uh, some of the less famous starfighters, the Advanced Tri-Fighter and the B-Wing in particular, uh, mm-hmm. but a lot of freighters and, and, uh, and um, cargo sh- transports and things like that as well. So she just uh, killed the CEO and took over, basically, and now has been living her best corporate life. Has anyone watched S- Succession? No. Oh, okay, Succession's fantastic. Watch it. Uh, it's um, But she's basically... What is it? What's a different example? In oh, like um, Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada, essentially, uh, okay. just like uh, yeah. you know, making the decisions, a, a, an army of people following close behind. Um, and when, in fact, when this message comes through, it was basically uh, you've got a message from uh, there's a there's a message from a, a Viz, and she's like Viz, Viz, I don't know Viz, is Viz my three o'clock? You know that sort of thing. <laughs> um, uh, so arrives kind of like how a president from a smaller country drives through America, like just like, you know, chauffeurs, flags, 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 that sort of thing. Uh, The Hirsch Kessel Drive Company logo, which is this logo right here. Uh, Three red stars and a white circle and a yellow field. Absolutely. Um, So this is, yeah, that's basically it. Like just armies of like assistants, essentially. Yeah. Nice. I uh, like can how, get rid of pretty quickly if we need to. But, uh, but I yeah. like how the the two car sisters have gone the same way, but like just different flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very different ways of getting to the same destination. Mm. Speaking of which, you will all have been coming from obviously very different backgrounds with the exception of the sisters who are coming from a very similar background, really, mm-hmm. um, and making your own ways. So you make your way to the wheel. Now, this space station lies in the mid-rim between Abian and Centaurus, right along the Perlemian trade route, pretty close to the end, actually. Uh, it is a hub between the outer rim and the core worlds. Resembling a massive rotating ring with the diameter of a small moon, 
Connected to a central shaft by two reinforced spokes, the station glitters in the darkness of space as a haven for smugglers, gamblers, entertainers, and tourists, as well as a transit point for the mining ships coming in from their out-of-rim duties. The clamor of casino slot machines and Neo Hap-Hep provides ample cover for conversations held at any of the many cantinas along the outer wheel, but these are not where the crew are headed. As they arrive, they are escorted by security droids bearing striking resemblance to a gold-plated droid once encountered and defeated. Uh, through the corridors and away from the hustle and bustle towards the end of the central axis, at the top of which lies a palatial series of rooms known as the Governor's Residence. One by one, they are brought into a large dining room that appears to overlook a stunning beach vista displayed by hidden projectors and given their choice of food and drink to dine on while they wait for Shasta to arrive. I am a model... 420GG69 I knew you looked familiar I've seen you on the interweb thing May I get you a refreshment? Um, no No So gag Good to see you Um, You have a Perrier? I'll take a Perrier Aperitif on its way That's good Sister Yes, sister. Well, uh, I lower my Gucci Mama glasses down. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> she has the glasses. Oh, very similar, but uh, I might say Gucci Mama in Orabesh and <laughs> not shades. So, for those of you who are at home listening, I just put a pair of Kanye's on. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> Shuttered shades. Um, did you ask me a question? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think so. I wasn't paying attention, actually. Me either. Me either. Was, yeah. was there a question asked, assistant number one? Uh, <laughs> none of your assistants have actually been allowed to be ah, in this space. Where are my space. assistants? Oh, God! They will have been blocked by dance robots uh, with blasters built into their arms. Always the damn dance robots. <laughs> Those dance robots will get you. Always do. Well, I mean, unless you're Kira over here. Are you doing your sly dog? So tired. <laughs> yeah, those kids, huh? They're really keeping you up at night or day or whatever your lizards sleep. Given how many kids, not the only thing keeping you up at night, eh? Hey, yes, yes. Cusk is a lovely lover. Just... <laughs> yes, your transocean's doing rough, I hear. A titan of a lizard. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, is just you are interrupted in by a uh, one of the 420 droids coming out with a uh, gold-plated tray of Perrier, Ooh, Perrier. Uh, sparkling beers. <laughs> Grabs one and just like sort of splashes on his face. Oh, all right, I'll take one. <laughs> all right, twist my arm. <laughs> the governor will be with you shortly. Gideon walks off. Moving up in the world, I hear. There's two of you. <laughs> I always thought you were the same person. What? No, I'm sneaky. And I'm SNES sometimes, I, I think. <laughs> you better not leave me SNES. I thought I was just overly tired. No, definitely too. Hold on. We served for years. Are you telling me you've never even. Wait a minute. Have we been in the same room? 
No. Are these people? I don't think so. Well, well there's make... a first time for everything. Oh, there we go. Shasta, you sly dog. Please not wet dog. Perrier, Shasta. Uh, thank you. No, I, yes, the governor, I like governor, having a liver. The governor here is a real sucker. He's just handing out drinks to everybody. <laughs> well, you know, only the people I think are going to need a good one. Oh, that sounds oh, you're ominous. The <laughs> Gideon spits out his drink. <laughs> it's good Perrier, Gideon. Damn. Don't ruin it. Don't waste it. I'm glad you all made it because I didn't know what the hell to do with this thing. And he gestures at the table and the center panel opens and up rises a hollow projector. Um, it is clearly one that Viz once owned. I should get this table for the boardroom. This, uh, this arrived about a week ago. I have not played it. I thought I would wait until we were all here. Seemed disrespectful. Yo, but didn't you kill Viz, though? Like, I mean, I wasn't there for that, but I heard that you killed Viz. Viz got, like, eviscerated. Oh, good God. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even know Viz. Like, what's... No, I did. I was, I was on the ship, guys. Like, I swear to... But there was only one of you. Well, I mean... I... There's two people. There's two people here, <laughs> uh, Kira. I don't know how to. Th- I don't know what to I tell look you. Nothing like a giant lizard lady. Don't you? I don't. Don't. don't what do you see, <laughs> Snicky? I am beginning to regret calling this. Uh, Gideon. <laughs> you know, maybe just press you play. were probably closest. Uh, do you want to play it? Yeah, Gideon reaches forward quite uh, angrily and just hits play to see the message. Greetings, my. Dear crew, an image appears. It appears to be Viz. She's in the outfit that you last saw her in. So the bounty hunter outfit. In a broken helmet. You can see the Leku poking out underneath. This bitch. This bitch indeed took my arm. If oh, I must, oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot about that. No, did you just... You, you didn't notice my grenade. cool, shiny arm? <laughs> <laughs> that's why they can't tell the difference. Because uh, you've got a cool, shiny arm? I must I- say, <laughs> I'm rather disappointed in your if- efforts to take me down. Did you really think that a kitchen knife, a kitchen knife, would be enough that's to right. stop a Jedi? That's right. <laughs> I thought I'd taught you better than that, but... I suppose I shouldn't be surprised by your lack of skill and intellect, given how quickly you fell to pieces each time that I left. You really have no idea how lucky you are to have been so well taken care of your entire lives. To be given the easy street when so many others have had to work, and work hard, for their livelihoods. Oh, but you have used your Republic rewards well, haven't you? Chasing fame and hedonism... Oh, don't worry. I've been doing quite well for myself here on Orsus, actually. The fresh air, the ancient ruins, the spiritual growth. That's actually why I wanted to reach out to you all now. You see, I'm becoming one with the Force, and it reminded me of the poor, unenlightened and unwashed that I've left behind. I wanted to tell you that I bear you no ill will, of course, for your mistakes and disappointments, and that I 
truly, truly wish you the very best in the sad lives that you've chosen for yourselves. Goodbye. Now, Gideon, put down the gun. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not really here. Now, I, I don't like to get into fights. I just like to, like, give people the tools to have better fights, usually. I mean, my assassin days are far beyond me. Um, and my sister. We all know about the war profiteering. You don't need to. Yes, I know. I did, I did, it didn't help that I wrote several songs about it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, at least people know where I stand. I thought I knew where Viz stood before you killed her. But uh, I think we should do a better job this time. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because that was a taunt and a trap. I, in my opinion. I have so many loyals, I could wrap her up in litigation for the next 25 years. If that's the route we want to go down for this Star Wars campaign. I don't know if we want to sue her. I think we should kill her. (laughs) Sounds like she doesn't really have anything to get either. Mm, Well, it's not the, the principle of it. Yes. Look, I'm not here to advocate killing anyone, but... I am. Let's fuck this bitch up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Gucci mama, like the song says. Gideon, we got out. Are you sure? Oh, this is personal for me. And uh, I hate people being smug. You. Yeah. You hate yeah. people being smug. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't he, see the irony does. there? No, he, no. he, he, he really, he really, really doesn't. doesn't. No. He, he doesn't. Even I see the irony there. Yes, even, the, even truly, you don't. <laughs> okay, well. Right. Well, if that's the path you want to go down, I did some research. You might recall uh, a slight incident with the Imperials. Uh, there were... I stole some records that I really shouldn't have when I was younger, and, uh... Like... Vinyls? <laughs> like... <laughs> Old Republic star maps to planets that really shouldn't exist. Oh, records, yes. right, like on data, digital. Ossus is... in that list. Never even heard of such a place. Where is it? It's, uh... Not in a nice place, but it's weirdly enough pretty close to where we are now. I don't know, you know why I just that love might it. be. I love it when a plot Convenient. comes together. Yeah. Um, it's, it's found in the center of the Kron Drift. That mean anything to you, Gideon? Here's a friendly piece of advice, Shasta. Uh, assume that Gideon knows everything. <laughs> yeah, do a roll, big boy. I mean, I've got Galaxy Mapper, but that doesn't really. Oh yeah, no, no, that's. Uh... You've got knowledge skills. You've got Outer Rim. Maybe that would be applicable. Knowledge skills. Front page. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Outer Rim. Yeah. All right. Um, what would you like me to roll against? So, Osus, uh is actually in the Codec books for Force and Destiny, hmm. and there is a role to know a little bit about it in advance. Mm. Um, that will be a knowledge out of him hard difficulty. So that is a four check. Uh, one, 
two, three, four. Oh, okay, no, never mind. Um, all right, let's roll this. That is two threat. Two threat. <laughs> yeah, you've heard of Osses. It's a lovely place. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful location. Oh, yes. I actually do remember this place. Apparently it's beautiful. Jungle, tropical, lovely beaches. Yeah. Nice. It, yeah. Very cool. Very, very much like Scarif was back yeah. before the... Um, before the war profiteering. Yes, before the <laughs> war profiteering. I'll have my people book us a resort. <laughs> I actually know how to get there because I am a pilot. Yes, a pilot. A pilot definitely not working for the Empire. Am I right, Gideon? Yes, of course. Those days are behind me. <laughs> mercenary work's not my thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but Gideon, we were mercenaries for a long time together. Yes, it was kind of our whole deal. It's, it's uh, well, it, privateer, really. Nice. Oh, mercenary. <laughs> so, I'm assuming you have a ship... Um, he just Gideon gestures to the jet snare as Out if that was the oh, correction, correction. ridiculous question on the, the face the of the stunning galaxy. beach vista fades to see the jet snare just outside the window. Oh damn! You've pimped that daddy hard. <laughs> so the jet snare <laughs> is a Citadel class light freighter, very similar to the Imperial shuttles from the Return of the Jedi, only slightly different. Uh, however, I have pimped it up quite a bit. It is almost purely black. Um, and, uh, it's quite clearly had some modifications done where you can see that it can have, uh, some amphibious components and also for no reason to your understanding, <laughs> it is on four walker legs. <laughs> <laughs> so it is basically standing up like a, uh, an ad hat, uh, but it's a, 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 a spaceship. <laughs> Gideon, I want to Gideon, talk about some choices you've made. What the hell have you done to the ship? <laughs> Only improved it. <laughs> all terrain means all terrain, not just space. I'm not going to hear anything like the uh, salesman at the spaceship lot tried to sell me. I guess that moth coin is good coin, eh, Gideon? Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Wait till you, you see the it. insides. You Neon lights legs. and strobes for days. Uh, <laughs> you didn't get rid of the clapper, did you? <laughs> no, I um, I couldn't. Good. <laughs> uh, well, should we go to this wonderful vista? Yeah, I'll tell my people to take the car home. You Just, guys can drop me off, right? Is uh, everyone on board to uh, kill some traitorous scum? For old times' sake, Gideon, of course. Well, I've got I mean, big responsibilities here, you know. Oh, Shasta. <laughs> Governing a space station. Come on, that does itself. <laughs> I suppose I could uh, take a break for a few hours. Yeah, come on, just go kill one lady. What's it mean? It's fine, it's fine. You know, I've been wanting to use this bug zapper. <laughs> I just Ooh. found it. You just start swinging cups through the table, cups through <laughs> the legs, sneaky. chairs. Like, where the, whoa, 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 where the whoa. hell did you hey, get hey. that from? Cool what? bug zapper. I know, isn't it? I found it on <laughs> some homeless guy in Coruscant. It's not a bug zapper. It's a lightsaber. What the hell? You say potato, I say potato. I don't know what it's that is, Home Slice. I'm going to be honest with you. Did you kill a Jedi for that? Oh, no, he was already dead. Good, because you're going to have to practice it again. I'm sorry about your table. He's like, kind of wedge out of it. I'll just, 
I'll fix it. I wonder if this works in reverse and she holds the no, chunk no, up no, and don't. <laughs> tries, to, tries to melt the metal like back together. welding it back together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can anyone see all those lights in their eyes? <laughs> I'm finding it hard to look. Gideon quickly gets up and leaves the table. He immediately heads towards the jet set. <laughs> hey, wait up! I follow behind. Yeah. Um, so as uh, I assume everyone else follows in tow, um, as we make our way towards the jet snare, the four legged drops down to like a knee, like a horse does, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the boarding ramp just comes down on a on a very awkward road angle, playing. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Um, and it like jumps up into the sky. Yeah, it's a, it's a very Guardians of the Galaxy moment, you know, because of um, Gideon's got his smuggler jacket. He's now rocking a pair of uh, Kanye's along with um, <laughs> Sneaky's. Uh, hap hap going on with your glasses saying Gucci Mama in lights across, <laughs> I'm assuming. Yep. Um, and we'll just have obviously some sort of Guardian of the Galaxy 80s mix playing in the background. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. I'll just tell you guys how to do your show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please, um, desperately, we so, need someone. <laughs> yeah, so we get into the ship. Uh, um, Shuster will be a little behind. He'll be getting the records, the astrogation logs. And, and I'm sure a governor just can't leave. Yeah, they have to appoint tidying someone. Up of, <laughs> tidying up a few some, some paperwork. Um, can... Can I do like a galaxy mapper check to sort of see how long it's going to take, or is that, is that down the mic? Relevant? So Sorry. yes, once you know where you're going, yes, you will need to do that. Okay, cool, excellent. Alrighty, so I give the three of you that are in the ship, Sneaky Snaz and Kira, just a quick tour mm. of how just like stupidly luxurious and slick this ship is it is unrecognizable from the first season where it was literally a dump and i had a hammock in the cockpit <laughs> and strawberry lube in your door uh no comment <laughs> that's when Still there. sneaky slash well yeah, sneaky and what i thought was snaz uh and gideon had a thing <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still not sure what it was. Yeah, he's, he's not the sure. The twins were just playing you it was a, the entire time. It was a Rodian. He knew that much. Um, but anyway, it's it's very impressive. It's very slick, very clean, very modern. Uh, there's like almost neon. Like think of like a gamer streamer's room, like with this, like the lights and the neon stuff. Are you selling bathwater? No, but no, but he has he has a back to tank full of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it is just like pure. Uh, What's his name? Santana DVX Champagne. So <laughs> in the back to tank. <laughs> his party and also a strip pole. So mm. in, in the back to tank. In the back to run was back Tana. Back to Gideon, I give this like a four out of five. It's fine. <laughs> Gideon is uh, visually upset by that comment <laughs> as he has sunk nearly half a million dollars into this ship. Uh, but it's fine. He, he doesn't let it bother him. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> he makes his way to the cockpit. Uh, at which point Shasta will arrive. Um, <sighs> that's a... Whoa. Shasta, that's, check what he did to your room. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I want to. Just dead turn on the black lights. <laughs> He yells out, still can't get out that smell. <laughs> it's not a... Uh, why, it's... 
<laughs> yeah, what happens when um, I clap? Johnny? Yeah, Johnny, what happens when the clapper is activated now? Well, um, a zero-G waterbed <laughs> floats up from the floor of the room. The lights dim. Just any room? Like all rooms? Oh, literally. Have one the, the, ship, the ship, every room, the ship. Uh, the lights dim. Lava lamps appear from nowhere, like mm. walls mm. just of mm. lava lamps. <laughs> uh, pink lighting, some... Um, Barry yeah. White plays some in Barry the background. Barry White, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and some other stuff that uh, rose petals fall from the uh, ceiling. <laughs> but anyway. You know, I did think every room was slightly smaller. He's really added a lot in here. <laughs> Gideon, can you tell me who did this? Um, <laughs> I have some ideas for home. Oh. <laughs> uh, Gideon in like a nervous panic because he is just horrified at the thought of this Trandoshan mating. <laughs> and Gideon's done some stuff, so that says something. Uh, <laughs> Shasta, where are we going quick? Oh, God. Um, yep. Yeah, right. Where's, where's your... Gideon, where's your Nava computer? Oh. There used to be a terminal right in the middle of everything. It was a pain in the ass. He pushes a button and it just rises from the floor. Everything either comes from the floor or a ceiling now. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Shasta's just going to look up and check for mines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I'll just plug this in here and see what we got. Um, Johnny. Yes. Can you make an assisted uh, astrogation check? Uh, now, uh, this is to first find the Kron cluster. Yep. Uh, and then it's going to get a little bit interesting. So, uh, because I'm assisting, I can't use the remove setback dice, can I? Uh, no, but fun fact, uh, I think Shas, uh, no, yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, cool. Um, so definitely worth doing that. Yep. Um, not in this particular circumstance, but you are the one running the dice roll. Yep. Uh, you get to pick either Shasta's astrogation ranks or his intellect score to uh, replace yours. So he has an astrogation of two. He has an intellect now of five. Oh, intellect for sure then. Okay. Yeah. So what am I? So that will Still be my five dice upgraded your astrogation skill number of times. So I'm adding five green dice. Yep. Jesus. Uh, as in, you What's have a total of five yellow dice. And green. Okay, yeah, so sorry. you're doing one yellow and four green. Okay. So the, yeah. the whichever is higher, the attribute, uh, sorry, the characteristic or the skill sets the number of dice, and the other one says how many of those are now yellow. Oh, okay, right. Cool. Excellent. Okay, and against anything? Uh, yep. So this is going to be a hard check. Yep. You're looking for a specific region of space in unknown data, but nonetheless um, is achievable. Okay. So, uh, four. so four. And with my two... Uh, sorry, no. Hard is three. Hard is three. Sorry. Oh, okay, cool. And do I remove two of those for the setback? Uh, uh, the setback, the, the setback is oh, for the black, the black dice. Sorry. That will become relevant later, but okay. not right now. No stress. Alrighty, that is two success. Two success. Okay. So here's some, here's some additional information. You didn't know it off the top of your head, um, but you've now got a lot more data. And uh, what does your galaxy mapper look like now? I imagine it's a whole hell of a lot fancier than the holotable that was being used before. Oh, yes. Much fancier. This is like, you know, if Elon Musk and uh, Tesla had a baby. Um, Nikolai Tesla. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not his <laughs> no. own car. <laughs> um, so it is. Yeah, that's something he would do. That's what yeah, I was yeah, Like yeah. It, yeah. it 
projects sort of in between where the pilot sits as well as uh, the co-pilot of just a 3D galaxy map. And nice. it can, it can mm. move, it can twist with sort of hand movements and gestures. So if you point to a sp- uh, specific system, uh, it'll zoom in on that and get like remove the rest of the galaxy. So it's very high tech. Okay. Very Gucci mama. Very Gucci mama. That's, oh God, that's a thing now. Um, so uh, you, you manipulate it and you basically zoom in on the section of space that you're in. And it, it is actually fairly close by. Um, Ossus, Felucia, uh, I think Remvar was in the region too. Um, but here's, it definitely doesn't look like what you thought it looked like. Um, so it lies within the Kron Drift. Now, the Kron Drift is an exceptionally dangerous area of space where uh, an asteroid field overlaps with a solar nebula that was created. Uh, so the records go when a Sith superweapon detonated the entire cluster in a sequence of supernova events that completely wiped out everything in the region. So, hey, Gideon, you know how you said that it was all like tropical resorts and stuff? I don't mean to tell you how to do your job, but this just looks like fire to me. Like, oh, it's all just fire in the whole region. And yes. maybe some rocks? Yeah, no, it's very lit, definitely. Um, it is absolutely fire. It's hot, hot, hot. Um, so we're going to go down there anyway. You, and um, You also will know that on top of that, because that ain't all. Jesus. Um, no one hyperspaces through this either because the nebula hides planetary masses that create gravitational distortions that create mass shadows in hyperspace. So any the movement through here is enough that most people who aren't exceptional pilots uh, don't make it out. Well, if any of you guys can read astro maps, you should know that I've flown through worse than this, very hungover, and I'm quite sober. <coughs> Shasta is open-mouthed staring at what this thing. What do you thing. mean, worse than this? This is as bad as it gets! <laughs> mm, yes, Gideon, your astute panic suggests that you understand the situation. Uh, Gideon quickly pushes another button and a martini comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency uh, protocol. <laughs> yes, literally. Uh, he takes a sip and says, all right, people, let's buckle up and puts on his seatbelt so um (laughs) yeah shasta's gonna strap himself as hard in as he can (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna like grab onto the shoulder of one of the nearby chairs all right fantastic okay um, i I click my heels together and my grav boots (laughs) (laughs) um i won't spend a disney point for that just yet i'll sit down you don't have any um (laughs) those uh we haven't mentioned this before but we did roll the destiny dice beforehand one for each character um i rolled that in full view of everyone so that they could see every dice was dark side points it's like they have nothing i have everything yeah um he Oh, yeah, I just realized the catastrophic <laughs> failure that this is. Um, actually, well, you know what I am going to do <laughs> is I am going to flip one of those. One of those. Oh, um, and it's a for a completely stuff, so. selfish and banal reason. Um, that is not a good martini. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, machine must be broken. Right for this machine yet. <laughs> Too much ice. All the money you've put into this. <laughs> so much salt. <laughs> you guys are flies. You don't want this, do you? 
What the hell did you just say to me? <laughs> just change the Rodians being fly like. Um, all right. So on that Ooh. awkward note, I mean, it's not wrong. I was, yeah, yeah. and I also was imperial. We are known to be extremely racist. So yes. he's right. Um, Long live the empire. Is that now. right, Gideon? He, he's he is a child of his upbringing. Damn it, um, Gideon. On that awkward note, as uh, sneaky quite gets quite defensive, uh, hits the throttle <laughs> and goes full throttle just for shits and gigs. Okay. Which Dang. With its legs out, is just it running down the, sl- <laughs> yeah. down the landing. Yeah, it doesn't actually take. It just runs. It off does a gallop <laughs> out of the hangar, yes. um, into space, into and then space just sort of drifting. drifts, <laughs> and then the engines kick in. Um, all right, you you head towards the um, the jump point, the exit uh, point for the system, back in the direction that you want to go. Um, you guys will have a little bit of time, um, depending on how good Gideon's piloting is. So Gideon, what is your, can you make a piloting space for roughly how much time people have to mentally prepare themselves for what is to come? Would you like me to roll against anything or just roll? Uh, so this is going to be an average difficulty. Uh, no, I saw you on a major trade route. Easy. Easy. So one? Yeah. Beautiful. Alrighty, guys. Uh, five advantage. <laughs> so. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> two yellows, two greens, one purple, five advantage. Were we talking about this in episode Gideon types in success. the hyperspace sequence uh, and pushes forward and you Gideon hear that the handbrake you, off. No, no, no. You, you hear the Millennium Falcon engine whine. Um, it has not kicked in in the slightest. Oh my Gideon's, God, Gideon's pride may have been injured by this, so he's probably going to be on his A game for the next set. He, um, so you, you'll definitely be taking, I imagine, the boost dice to your next roll. Yes, he uh, <laughs> quickly pushes the primer because he forgot to warm up the legs. So uh, <laughs> In the, uh, space, they just wiggle a little. Start, yeah. They start, like, stretching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a lion, you know how they sort of, like, do that. Or, like, a cat. <laughs> stretch their arms forward. <laughs> um, do you want me to roll again? Is yep, roll again um, yeah. with a boost dice right. from one of those advantage. Yep. Um, All right. He rolls again and gets four success and three advantage. There Wonderful. we go. That's Wonderful. Um, they're like in space, the legs start to gallop and then it does the elongation into hyperspace and zoom. Um, with the advantage, the three advantage from that roll. Um, like runs into hyperspace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's now the jet snare. Um, hopefully it doesn't get snared. Um, so. <laughs> Oi. Oi. <laughs> A third bite of the apple, guys. Um, so the ship uh, will not take very long to get there. Um, and you will exit at the edge of the cron drift. So you'll be able to get a good view and sort of figure out how you want to get through there. And as you're doing that, Shasta's typing on the computer trying to get familiar with the system uh, and he just points at something and goes, hang on, is that an oscillating spectrometer? Yes. <laughs> Gideon just looks uh, well, knowing shit. full well what that is. Gideon, that'll help us see through the nebula. 
Well, why else do you think I had it installed? <laughs> How often do you fly through Nebula? Mm, more often than you, I assume, Governor. He's got you there. That is fair. <laughs> um, Shut down. God damn. <laughs> he's trying to save face after the uh, bot. After the bot. Yeah, the, the easiest jump to hyper. Yeah, pull the throttle. Um, okay, so. All right. Are there any last-minute preparations, any items or anything you guys want to start preparing as you're going through? I think uh, Sneaky's going to go back to her slash Snass's room mm-hmm. and um, move... The what bunk it, bed? The bu- what it, move the stuff aside, the, the new stuff that's there, and, like, lift up one of the floor plates and, like, grab out her old blaster rifle. Nice. Um, and sling it onto her shoulder. Um, and the old armor... That, like, which is just the gear that they have. Um, yeah, I think that's probably it. Yeah. And I tap the bugs app and I'm like, not just yet, little buddy. <laughs> Snass is wearing a power suit, but it's nice. uh, been modified to be basically the same armor and have her blades hidden in it. Great. Now, power suits also add to your characteristic brawn, don't they? Mm. Powered armor. I was more just like a, a like flavor text, like a, pl- a power suit, you know, like a oh like oh, a, right. oh sorry, I misunderstood. Like wear, I thought like power, power armor, suit. yeah, which does suit. exist in the yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Well. Like, confusion system. now, and I should have spoken better. No, no, <laughs> just wearing like a power pa- suit, uh, like a pantsuit yeah. type thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I don't think Kira's Kira's just probably sleeping, standing up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> finds finds a bed, sleeps. Yeah, still got that axe. Yes. Got that axe though. Hell yeah. oh, yeah. no, like 37 yeah. kids, you need all the sleep you can yeah. get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. What are you going to say with 37 kids? You definitely need an axe. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that They've got to get their score up somehow. <laughs> yeah. Mum's the closest thing. Um, all right. The journey is relatively smooth, courtesy of the Jet Snares upgraded drive system and uh, Gideon's steady hand after a drink. Mm, yes. Um, Kitty, what the hell did you do to this ship? It doesn't make that weird whirring sound that used to put me to sleep anymore. It's so <laughs> quiet. I hate it. And it was like rocking weirdly, but yeah, now it's it reminded me very of my mother. smooth. All right. You guys exit hyperspace in front of the Cron Drift. Now, the Cron Drift is equal parts beautiful and terrifying. If anyone has had a look at some of the uh, images of nebulas in space, Mm. they are full of colours. They are full of reds and greens and vivid blues and hues of many different shades. Um, The the, um, uh, clouds are thick, though. Uh, If you've seen Solo A Rogue Story, you know the Kessel Run in that has... Basically, you cannot see past the waypoint markers. Well, those waypoint markers don't exist here. You just cannot see. And every so often, you'll see a flash of something, some plasma event going on, um, whether that's lightning, whether that's um, a star being born in the cradle of life. Uh, You cannot know. But this roiling mass of gas uh, is still very much active and angry. So, Kitty, before you go into that, um, maybe don't. <laughs> I'd like to live. I have like, thing, I have a concert like next week. Yeah, uh, we. I mean, 
do we really need to go see Viz? I mean... Yeah, like, that bitch is dead out here. I can guarantee it. Look at this place. It's dead. <laughs> the visibility is very low. Nice. Good, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yes, yes. Lots of time to practice. <laughs> <laughs> she called us out. It's true, she did. Bitch got to get stopped. Now, I'm not familiar with the... Uh, the pop star scene, but I'm pretty sure when someone disses you and calls you out, you need to respond accordingly. Otherwise, you're called a little bitch. Yeah, in, with a with a diss track, Gideon. I lay down some sick beats and then I call their mother fat. And that's, it works every time. I don't need to kill her anymore. Look at this. I, we're just looking at fire in space. <laughs> Gideon kind of is like, oh yeah, she's this not wrong. Mama's so fat. She um, could uh, look. This mama so fat. She is the dark, the dark nebula. Wherever the fuck we are, <laughs> I got nothing. <clears throat> I mean, I've sat on my ass for five years watching paperwork and looking at horror novels. So uh, it's been a good life. I mean, I've taken all the drugs at this point, so. Oh, fine. Let me just Let's go. Let me just cancel my 5.30 and then we'll be good to go. <laughs> uh, All right. Do good. we, does uh, Gideon know which planet he's heading to? Or is he sort of? Uh, there's a planet in there somewhere called Osis. Uh, can Gideon do a scan? Like yes. Oh, so here's, here is the fun little tidbit I found um, in one of the, as I said, Kodak books, it actually has Osis and it includes how the hell you get there. Uh, so you are going to make, my friend, an astrogation check first. Okay. It is going to be five difficulty with three setbacks. I remove two of those. Nice. Um, and Shasta will do a skilled assist again. So Say you five. can have five, green, uh, five dice total. You also may wish to consider spending one of the advantage from your previous roll uh, to add a boost dice here. Yes. Um, <laughs> how, what was what was the dice again? Sorry. Four. So five five purple and it was three black, but you Removed. have negated two. So three setback and five difficulty dice. There's a lot of dice here. You also now have one light side point, but you may not want to use it just yet. I don't use that yet. <laughs> oh. At the moment, you are plotting a route. Okay, so it's uh, six success. And four threat. Um, Six success and four threat? Yeah. Okay. Or disadvantage. All right. So um, that's fine. I'll come back to that threat in a second. But now uh, you map out where you're pretty confident with the oscillating spectrograph um, where you think the masses inside this rift are. It doesn't do anything for whatever energy shenanigans are going on in there uh, and it doesn't do really much for the visibility but you're pretty confident that you can navigate around those masses towards what you're reading as the greatest mass and if there's going to be a planet around a star or anything like that that's probably where it's going to be yeah i'll take those odds um all right so very confidently it's like <laughs> you guys can relax i uh i've got this and gideon uh, starts on his voyage. All right. Now, you are going to need to make a piloting check. Oh, hey, I'm good at that. Piloting space. Um, this is going to be a daunting difficulty is the term. So that's four. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, daunting, not formidable. Formidable is five. Okay. 
All right, so sorry, what were the... Uh, so it is a four-difficulty dice yep. piloting space, and if anyone wishes to do a um, assist in any way, yes, Shasta can't. Um, I can assist. I have five agility, so I can unskilled assist if you want to take the five dice for yep. piloting yep. space. Yeah, I'll do that. So just as a quick check... Skilled assist, you get to do that. Unskilled is boost. So if you have a skill rank, you can do a skilled assist. Sorry, I do have a skill rank. Perfect. Yep. Just to clarify for anyone who might get confused. Thank you. Thank you. So that's another green. Or is that a blue? Sorry. Uh, that is a green. green. Yeah, cool. Sweet. All righty. That is to success one advantage. Brilliant. All right. So that advantage, you are going to do this quickly. However, in the course of doing this, the route that you plotted was imperfect um and while it did (laughs) while it did cover the gravitational masses it's done absolutely nothing for the electrical random discharges that are happening throughout this nebula oh they're random so that's that's not on me as as you fly (laughs) ironically random discharge was also (laughs) (laughs) i regret so many choices um so you you fly your way through and gideon and um, Sneaky do an exceptional job of piloting. There is no doubt on that. As you enter, like you cannot see anything out the windows. Those who are in the cockpit, you can basically just see hues of colored gas. Mm. Uh, every so often, there is a bright flash, and the ship will shake and rock. Um, that will be... So one of those advantage will negate the one of the threat from before, but that still leaves three threat. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be three lightning strikes upon this vessel. Oh, Lord. Each one is going to deal five damage. Jesus. I don't like that. Does How's the ship have <laughs> soak? It should. That um, will be its armor value. Yep. Yes, I don't actually think I've got that written down anywhere. I think... I can For most freighters, it's about one. I think you're right. Okay. I'll get it up. Uh, this ship has armor four. Four? Goddamn. Yep. Heavily armored... Uh, all right, so that will translate to three damage that it actually gets through from the lightning um, strikes. And it has 30, it has a 30 for its um, HT threshold. Nice. And 16 for its... I really low-balled that. I was I was trying not to kill you guys in space. And I'm, I'm like, yep, okay. I mean, it'd be a very quick quick season if you did. <laughs> what, what was that last? Yeah, we're dead. 16 um, for its system strength or SS. All right. So, you see a break in the clouds and find yourself in the eye of a storm as you pass through it. At the center of this eye is a single protostar lighting a lush, green-filled planet. Damn it, he was right. Not what you expected (laughs) to see in the middle of the maelstrom of chaos and energy that is the Kron Drift. Gideon just gets a smug smile, a little, like, boost in his shoulders, like, See, I told you, it's beautiful. (laughs) You begin your approach to Ossus. Um, can I scan for life forms? Uh, possibly, but I think maybe we might pick up on that one yep. uh, after. Good time as any to stop. Thank you very much. We will see you next week. Tabletop Unknown is Johnny as Gideon, Jet as Kira, 
Jesse as Sneaky Car, myself, Will as Snascar, and Campbell as our GM. The Tabletop Unknown theme was written by myself. The Lost and Found theme is The Awakening by Christian Batchik, and the Guardians of the Galaxy-esque 80s rock is by Lone Peak Music. We are now powered by the 8-Bit Network, Australia's leading conglomerate of pop culture content creators, so head over to 8bit.net and see what's happening in the gaming and pop culture sphere. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to our show to keep up to date with new episodes releasing. We are also always looking for new players to join the Tabletop Unknown family. So shoot us an email at tabletopunknown at gmail.com to let us know why you'd like to come and play a game with us. We're also always looking for suggestions, so feel free to email us with those too. We'll be back next week with more from the crew of the Jet Snare. So see you then. Yeah. Pro- programmed to uh, with the clap. The clap still there. Yeah, the the clap is still there. Um, but the the clap now just activates seduction mode. So you hear Barry White start playing, and the lights change, and they start pulsing. In I mean, the clap was colors. Gideon's nickname. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, save it for the microphone, guys. The we are recording, content. so we're getting all this. Oh, shit great, anyway. excellent. Um, Table top unknown.